You know, we have to remember we are the Corpus Christi. We are the body of Christ. Uh, none of us operate independently or alone. We're all connected to each other in the body of Christ in a large general scale, but also in an immediate covenant family level as well. Welcome to the Destiny Leaders Podcast, a podcast that's devoted to developing leaders around the globe by sharing stories, wisdom, and experiences from those within our Destiny family. Well, hello, everyone. Welcome to the Destiny Leaders Podcast. I'm excited to bring you the first podcast for the year 2023. It's going to be a great year within Destiny. And so what we thought we would do today is Dr. Brassfield and I would have a conversation about what's coming up in the year 2023, as well as talk a little bit about some celebratory moments from 2022. And so I have Dr. Philip Brassfield on the call today. Dr. Brassfield, thanks so much for being on the podcast. Thank you, Amos, for taking the time and the invitation. I'm excited to talk about last year and and also the year ahead. Man, it's, you know, I love the first of the year because it's always an exciting time for us. Well, it's, it is going to be an amazing year. Looking forward to, to conference and some different things that are other things that are happening throughout the year as well. Um, so there's some, there's a, some surprises, some good surprises. And then there's some things that we do, uh, every single year. And so just kind of cueing our, our destiny family in on what some of those things are. Uh, is what we thought we'd do today. So first of all, let's hop into, uh, you know, at the beginning of the year, every year we do membership and renewals and and uh, talk to our different Destiny family as far as those things go. What does that look like for Destiny and the, and the Destiny staff? Uh, well, it's a busy time <laughs> of the year for us. I know during the holidays when everyone are kind of disengaged and unplugged, and we do some of that as well. But it's also a pretty busy time for us because we're uh, we're kind of landing the plane uh, from the year before and also getting our renewals going. Now, people wonder maybe, why do you renew credentials every year? Well, that's just part of the certification process that we have developed for leaders. And as most everyone that's listening knows, we ordain and license ministers, and there's a process for that. And so uh, then those credentials have to be renewed on an annual basis, and uh, it's $50 to renew your ministry license, 75 for ordination, which is very modest cost. And, and really, Amos, that's just a certification fee. That doesn't, you know, that generates a small fraction of our operating budget uh, through the year. And most of that money, frankly, goes to offset the expense of equipment and our annual conference that we do uh, each year. And so, uh, but but it's the time that we do that. And we have uh, hundreds of people that will be renewing their credentials. I think we're right at 500 members now, you know, so that's no little job. Each certificate has to be printed and then hand signed. And, and uh, we're praying as we do that and blessing those people and praying over their year as, uh, as at least I do, as I'm signing those, those credentials and getting them out. Jeannie Abbott does a awesome job. Jeannie's been for 17 years, our, our director of member services and does a fantastic job. And, uh, and keeps good records. And, you know, when you're part of an organization and that's who's credentialing you, you want good, clean files and records to, to support that. So that's something that we do uh, during this time of year. And it takes typically about 90 days to get it, uh, the vast majority of everyone renewed and, and get that done. But we encourage people to do it as quickly as possible. 
And uh, they're getting emails from us. They're getting text even where it's so easy. You just hit a link and it takes you to a renewal form. And and uh, and it's we've made it as painless as possible. And one other thing, Amos, I guess I would mention, too, is we asked during this renewal process for people to also make a monthly commitment to destiny. Uh, to make a commitment not just to get a certificate, but to be part of the uh, financial support that helps drive this ministry. And we have so many staff members, you know, and, and each one has a critical job and an intricate, plays an intricate part. And, and it costs a lot of money to do what we do, you know, plus not to mention the missions and the, the pastors in crisis and all the things that uh, Destiny uh, sent out over $100,000 last year in in uh, benevolence and, and disaster and, and support to pastors in crisis and leaders and missions. And so, uh, so it takes us all doing our part monthly. You know, we believe there's a spiritual principle there. So certainly encourage people not just to pay their, their renewal fee, but to also be part of a generous culture and, and help us on a monthly basis. So one of the things that we just ended uh, is our Destiny Now Youth Conference. Um, it was held in in Fort Worth. I almost said Dallas, but you know you don't get those two mixed up. If it's Fort Worth, <laughs> Fort Worth, and Dallas is Dallas. But um, such an exciting time. Hundreds of kids came, and uh, an amazing time. Very very thankful for that. We've got some big things planned for the youth and uh, Destiny Now coming up in 2023. So where your, where's your mind on that? Oh, man, I'm excited about that. And, and, you know, it's kind of I know it may be a bit of a uh, an amazement. People say, well, wow, this is a minister's network, you know, and you're focused on on or at least part of your focus is young people. But duh, I mean, that makes sense. Right. Uh, we our philosophy of ministry with destiny has been to start with children, work our way through youth into internships. So really, it's like kind of like cradle to pulpit, <laughs> You know, and and uh, you can't wait to, till they're called to preach or they feel called to minister or to pastor to build a, a strong disciple and to build a strong relationship. And so the, the youth department of destiny is a critical piece of that pipeline. And Jared and Evelyn Moss have helped to lead that over the last couple of years and have done an amazing job. Uh, they had an incredible turnout in Fort Worth, and we're so thankful to the Brandons and and the Swartz, who are the youth pastors there, for helping to host and put that meeting together. And And I'm still getting reports of kids that were giving their life to Jesus for the first time and, and, and baptized in the Holy Spirit. And they had church for a couple, three days right after Christmas. It's amazing. People say, oh, kids won't come. It's too close to the holidays. No, they come. <laughs> and there was a, a lot of churches represented and a tremendous conference. Uh, if you had a chance or, you know, to see some of the pictures, I mean, those things are out uh, on the Destiny website, uh, kids worshiping the Lord, their lives being changed. The worship was great. The speakers were awesome, and uh, and I couldn't be more proud of 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 where that is and what's going on in that youth that Destiny now department. And the reason it's now is because they're not next; they're now, you know, and and they're world changers. And so we have an exciting reformatting that's going on in the youth department, and they're not ready to 
talk completely about that yet on this podcast, but we're going to be making some introductions and kind of rolling out programs at conference. So you don't want to miss the Umble, uh, the conference in Umble, the gathering this year, because there's going to be a lot of exciting things that are rolled out, not the least of which will be a kind of a new strategy for youth ministry. Well, the Gathering Conference is obviously one of the, the largest things that at least that we all come together for during the year. It's happening this year in June. And just like you said, at Grace Church, tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, you know, we're already hearing people you know, and it's kind of happened. This, I think um, my numbers may be all like this is our 24th maybe coming up here. Maybe it was last year, but in other words, we're in the 20s. <laughs> that we've done this. And uh, so people have made it part of the staple. It's, it's on their calendar. You know, they, they plan to come. It's June 6th, 7th, and 8th. As always, we'll start with a welcome party on uh, on the Tuesday night uh, where people can come in and not have to worry about getting dressed for church. And they just come in off the road as they've traveled in. And, and uh, it'll be a little different this year. It's more of a reception, kind of a meet and greet with uh, you know, finger foods and those kinds of things, more like an appetizer before you go to dinner. And so it'll probably we're working on times right now, but it'll probably be something like six to eight o'clock. And uh, and it'll just be there'll be fun fellowship music. You'll be able to say hello to your friends. You know, the registration stuff will be happening for the conference. Get the lay of the building, kind of get a sense of where the activities and events are going to be happening. It'll be a ton of fun, as it always is. And uh, and then, you know, we'll flow through Thursday night. You know, there'll be great speakers and the music at Grace is sensational. So uh, so there'll be a few surprises probably packed into all of that as well that we're excited about. And uh, it, it is a it is a do not miss event. And because we have a number of churches in the Houston Metroplex and, and throughout Texas, we expect even a bigger crowd than what we've seen in, in times past. And, you know, it's getting it's bumping close to a thousand on average now and getting close to it. And so who knows what, what but grace can handle it. The church will, will be able to handle it. So I encourage everyone to make plans to come. You know, some of the highlights of that. DLI graduation, where we celebrate our graduates. Ordination, where we have as a covenant family that time of impartation and, and blessing over those who are being ordained and, and consecrated to ministry. And, and of course, our bishops that we consecrated last year will be all up in the middle of that. There'll be a special season and time of impartation through the laying on of hands, even for those who may be already ordained. But want that moment, need that moment of encouragement spiritually in the altars. And there'll be plenty of us involved so that it will move quickly, but effectively and powerfully. And so, uh, yeah, I mean, I love conference and, and it's a, it's an amazing time. And, uh, and it's coming up. I mean, it's, it's not be long. It's going to be here. <laughs> uh, time moves quicker and quicker the older I get. And I'm going to tell you, I'm, I'm looking forward to conference as a highlight of my summer for sure. And one of the things that that uh, I always appreciate about conference, there's amazing services and, and, and amazing breakout sessions, but just the opportunity to talk with some of the Destiny family, to connect with them is is uh, is an incredible resource for me, for my family, for my kids, you know, because Destiny Conference is, is for the entire family and love so much to, to be with all of uh, our church leader friends. Absolutely. And, and, you know, it's going to emphasize uh, the conference always does this, but it's going to emphasize 
our theme this year, really. I mean, you know, every year I always say, okay, God, you know, give us our marching orders. You, you know, we don't need a complete new vision. We just need a tuning for this season, mm-hmm. kind of a, a, a dialing in of your Holy Spirit as to what we should emphasize, where we should lean, you know, this year. And and as I was praying about that toward uh, in the fall and toward the end of the year last year, two of our core values, it's like the Holy Spirit just put spotlights on them in my prayer time. One of them was relationship, which is one of our core values. And and I think the audience has heard us talk enough that they know we're not a vision-driven organization. We're value-driven. So we lead by by values, through values, you know, through things that are really important to us. And each year I try to identify in that list of values, you know, something that's that's going to be front and center, kind of highlighted for the year. And this year, two of them came to mind in prayer. One of them was relationship. The other was generosity. Mm-hmm. You know, I think because of where the culture is right now and society is, inflation is raging, wars, rumors, wars, things that the scripture tells us would happen, that we it shouldn't catch us by surprise, but yet it does impact us in, in the society and in the culture. And I just know that my relationships, when things are kind of uncertain and chaos is sweeping the land and politics is all upside down and the, and the economy's jacked up, you know, I, my relationships even become more precious to me because I find comfort in them and, and camaraderie and, and community. And I, I, it reminds me that I'm not alone, uh, that though we're facing some challenges, some very real tangible challenges as a society and, and as a world, but yet we draw comfort from the Christ we feel through our family. You know, we have to remember we are the Corpus Christi. We are the body of Christ. Uh, none of us operate independently or alone. We're all connected to each other in the body of Christ in a large general scale, but also in an immediate covenant family level as well. And so this year we're emphasizing, we're emphasizing relationship. We're emphasizing generosity. You know, I, and the reason I think generosity was something that the Lord touched my heart with is because with inflation and all the craziness that's going on, we've got to have the God factor in our finance. And I have through experience learned that one of the key ways to have the God factor released in your finance is to remain in a posture of generosity, faithful tithing, faithful giving, faithful sowing, time, talent, treasure. It's not just finance, but time, talent, treasure, taking the resource God has put in your life and holding it loosely and generously and sharing with others. So there are our focuses for the year, relationship and generosity. And uh, and so a lot of what they experience in events and activities and the magazine and through conference and the gathering are going to be things that are designed to build those relationships and to help them see the power and value kingdom-wise of generosity. Conference is an amazing time, like we said, to get with our Destiny family to see them. But there are other places to connect as well and those connect events. And uh, I know that we're looking forward to the connect events happening in 2023. In fact, there's a little bit of difference uh, in those connect events as well. You want to tell us a little bit about that? 
Yeah, uh, and thank you for that opportunity, Amos, because there is going to be a bit of a change in in terms of our formatting of Connect events. Uh, once the consolidation took place between Global and Destiny back in 19, we came right out of the gate. I think we had nine Connect events regionally that year and the next year, eight or nine. And through that time frame, as the two groups you know, came together and became stronger. Hundreds of people attended those connect events and they still work really well. So we're not, we're not going to delete them at all. We're just going to change the format a little bit. Uh, our formal connect events, there will be four this year and there'll be fall conferences, many conferences, uh, connect events. Uh, they'll happen in the Midwest, in the Northeast, in the Southeast and in the Southwest. And we'll, it'll be a three-day conference-style event. There'll be We're adding a children's component this year, so there'll be stuff for kids, so you get the whole family can come. Uh, there'll be a, a fellowship gathering on, like, typically, there'll be, like, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. And there'll be a fellowship gathering on Thursday night, food and fellowship, uh, Friday morning, uh, labs and lunch. So we'll do our, our breakouts and some tra- team training type events. We'll do a rally service on Friday night, just a, a great revival type camp meeting service on Friday night, just to, to get in the presence of the Lord and have good worship and good preaching. And, and then Saturday mornings uh, will largely be a time of impartation and and prayer where we bring people together, pray for needs, pray that certainly will be some ministry time as well. Personal ministry time will be the emphasis, though. So I'm excited about that. There'll be four of those. So people who say, hey, when I connect, I want to go to church. That will be for them, and there'll be something to look forward to in the fall of the year in 2023. Throughout the year, though, we're not going to wait until the fall to connect, nor are we going to wait till the gathering. There's going to be a whole range of specialty. I call them niche-type hobby and interest connect uh, opportunities that will be happening They'll be less formal. Uh, they'll be more personal. Uh, they'll be more focused on some sort of activity, fishing, hunting, shopping. Uh, there'll be, uh, there'll, there'll be study groups that, that will gather and talk about a subject. For example, we're working on a symposium on the Holy Spirit where leaders can come together for two days and we're just going to focus on teaching and what does the scripture say about the Holy Spirit in the life of the believer and in the function of the church. You know, uh, very interesting. That will be uh, later in the year, but there'll be events like that, uh, running groups, you know, people like to run. And and uh, then we're going to also be partnering with churches that already have great events going on, say, for their church or their immediate region that they wouldn't mind us kind of joining in and throwing in with them women's conferences and men's conferences and and youth camps. And, you, you know, so the way this is going to work and and this is there'll be a page on the website, and there already is for Connect Events. The details of the four fall events will be there. But then there'll be a menu section on that page that will keep people up to speed on what's going on, how they can connect to it, who they should contact, what the cost is, like a menu. There'll be a menu uh, list of the different specialty events uh, that are going on around the nation. So we're just encouraging people, hey, if you're a golfer, we'll find the golfing 
opportunities and plug into those. Even if you have to travel a uh, hundred miles or 200 miles and spend the night, we'll get together with, you know, 10 or 12, 15, 20 of your friends and, and build a relationship over a round of golf. Or, or if there's a, a women's conference going on and your church doesn't already offer one and, and one of our regional churches has a women's conference, those will be listed. So, plug in and take a women's group to that women's conference and 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 so on and so forth. So the whole idea will be to identify what's going on, plug into it and build relationships because this is the year to strengthen relationships in the Destiny Covenant family. So our connect events are going to be a mixture really. There'll be formal events in the fall, but throughout the year there'll be all kinds of opportunities to connect and build relationships. That sounds awesome. <clears throat> sounds like uh, every there's a place for everyone, and I, I love that. Being Absolutely. Yes, yes. And so, you know, these things, we need help. We need the people to participate, find something to do that they like to do and build, even if they say, well, I don't know anybody that's, I don't know who's hosting that. Well, there are more than likely going to be people there that you do know. And if not, well, go meet some new friends because that whole event is planned hoping that you'll come and you won't be the odd man out. You'll be the, the center of attention, so to speak, in terms of, of getting to build some new relationship with some new friends. So as people are hearing this, obviously they're, I'm sure that it's generating some, some ideas for them. And so um, very soon they'll be available to, to get online at destinyleaders.com and, and, uh, and put some information in and, and, and figure out what's the best opportunity for them and maybe how they can be a part of that. Also, they can host one. You know, if, if, if they look and say, well, wow, I, I like to, uh, to uh, play banjo. <laughs> it's like there's no banjo events on there. Well, there'll be a form you can fill out and then propose a, an opportunity to get together in some bluegrass place and, and play banjo. You know, in other words, if there's something that's not there, you be the solution to that. If that's something that you enjoy and you think there are other people that will enjoy it, well, there'll be a form they can fill out that proposes that kind of, in much the same way small groups work in a local church. Uh, though there's not, they may not meet except once a year, so that's different than groups. But in they'll function in much the same way, that if, if there's something you really enjoy and that you'd like to see on that list, we'll propose a, a date and a time and a location and Give us a few details, and we'll throw it in the menu and, and see if there's others that would like to join you. That's exciting. That's exciting stuff for our Destiny family this upcoming year. Um, obviously, with all of that, there's a ton of information a ton, to keep straight dates and everything. So um, destinyleaders.com is a, is a great place for that information. But, but another thing, another couple of things that we offer throughout the year is our uh, the magazine that comes out as well as mm-hmm. podcasts. And those are other forms of obviously information that, that people can look toward for some of these events coming out. You know, Amos, our magazine has, is now a veteran. It's been out for many, many years. It actually began as a newsletter called the Voyager. I don't know whether you know that or not, but it began as a newsletter called the Voyager and we published it for many years that way. And then, uh, man, I'm thinking maybe 15 years ago or more, maybe, maybe more, maybe 16, 17 years ago, we made the move just to the straight title Destiny Magazine. And, uh, since then, our, subs- our subscription, our, our circulation, I should say, has grown. And, uh, and it's really turned into quite a nice, slick finish, uh, well-produced magazine. 
and people enjoy it. They, I see them at almost every church I go to. I see them laying on lobby tables and coffee tables and office suites and, and, uh, but it is a great place to get up to date on what's going on around the network. Also to meet people and we try to feature you know, leaders within the network, you know, missionaries, uh, youth pastors, pastors, uh, leaders of every sort, counselors. And we, you know, we try to expose our covenant family to people within the network that are doing things of interest. And, and we focus sometimes on churches and church plants. There's, there is a wealth of information. And then it's always anchored with several excellent articles and we try to do plug and play stuff so that you can take that article and go straight to your leadership team and teach it or straight to your Bible study. And and if that, you know, if that title catches your interest and grips your heart, well, it's ready. Points are clear. You know, the, the copy's written so that not only you in, are you encouraged by what you read, but as leaders, we can pivot and use that stuff, you know, in our in our own church. And so if people are not really availing themselves of the Destiny magazine, I highly encourage you to take the time to when it comes in the mailbox, listen to it. I mean, listen to what it's saying, read it and and uh, utilize it because it has all kinds of information that's going to be relevant to you during that next segment of time. And we publish them. We range from three to four times a year. So about every 90 to 120 days, there's a new magazine that drops and comes out. And so uh, we're excited this year. We're expanding our author base. And so uh, so that's expanding. We're going to have some new authors writing on uh, some new and broadened subjects and everything from church growth and, you know, to facility development and 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 infrastructure and leadership development. There's just always something uh, for uh, the leaders to enjoy and to benefit from. And so, uh, plus, people don't always know this, but a lot of those articles that you see in the magazine are then captured and hosted on the website in a link called the Writer's Collective. And so this is a collection of, you know, articles shouldn't be, you know, a one-time it's like a sermon. If you preach a good sermon, it ought to be preached again or shared. And and so there's a place on the website where you can actually go and search topically and see uh, the, the articles that have been written in the magazine that fall in that category. And so I encourage listeners to, hey, you know, don't just read the magazine. But if you think, man, that was really good. I wonder what, you know, a year ago, what was there? Well, you can go to the Writers Collective and 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 see those articles, or if you're preparing for a message, it's a great place to go and pop that topic in and see if something comes up. It may not, but very likely there's going to be something in that tagline that would pull up. and And of course, the magazines are there as well. You know, the the back magazines. We once they're published, then they go digital, and then you can also uh, read them. And if you have a friend you want to share it with, it's so easy. You can just share the entire Destiny magazine with with a friend by email. Well, one of the great things is that it's, it's, it's a resource for our local churches, for our local pastors, which really is a heart of destiny. We want to provide as much resource as we can. And like you said, taking them to, to uh, your Bible study or, or your sermon or uh, your team always is a, a great thing for church leaders. Uh, another way that uh, we our heart is to resource the local church is uh, through DLI and just training uh, leaders within the church uh, while they serve the local church. 
And uh, we are excited about DLI and what's happened in 2022, as well as uh, what's going to happen in 2023. And tell us a little bit about DLI and and where it's at right now. Uh, You know, DLI is uh, the educational division connected to Destiny. And, uh, man, in 2022, we begin to hear the engines rumbling. And, you know, you got, if you've ever sat on the runway waiting for a plane to take off and they, and they've got the brakes held, but you, you hear and feel that the, the, the vibration of those big engines as they're preparing to lift that plane up. It's like kind of like 2022 was that we saw a marked increase in enrollment, mm-hmm. uh, but the interest levels even outpaced enrollment where, uh, churches began to come on and, and, you know, we also, uh, developed this program in 2022, uh, kind of the white label program where, where churches could actually start their own internship program, their own Bible institute or, or small Bible college type thing in their church and utilize our program as the catalyst, almost like, uh, powered by, you know, if you've ever been looked at a website and it'll say powered by, you know, and the technology that powers that. And so we begin to have churches. Hey, I think we had at one point a, um, a, a webinar, kind of an informational webinar. We had 30 some, maybe 40 churches sign up just to hear how it works and to understand. And of course, many of them are in the pipeline now to develop programs that we'll see come online in 2023. And so DLI, I mean, people say, why, you know, are you a Bible college or are you a network? Well, we're we're not a Bible college, but we're a network that values education. That's one of our core values is education. And in its inception, DLI was really started with an intent of training people for ministry credentialing to where there was, we would ensure certain levels of biblical knowledge as a prerequisite for them to be uh, receive a general license or eventually work their way to ordination. But it's become so much more than that. Uh, it's a two-year discipleship program that is designed to introduce people to the Scripture, get them into a working uh, understanding of the Scripture and how to study. Well, you can't teach someone everything about the Bible in a year, but you can teach them uh, how to have a good working knowledge of the kinds of literature that are in the Scripture, uh, the, the the design and structure of the Bible, Old and New Testament, the, the prophetic writings, the poetic writings, and the and the, the narratives of the gospel, you know, just various kinds of literature. But they can also learn how to find what they're looking for and how to study to show themselves approved unto God, what the Scripture commands us to do. And then also to serve their local church. So DLI is not just an academic, biblical, and leadership training program. It's also a program designed to get people into the local church in serving capacities and in serving roles. And honestly, Amos, you just have that sense sometimes with an organization that you're about to hit a tipping point. And uh, to this point, we've grown to an average of something like 150 interns and students that are studying in, in a variety of churches around the country any given year. I see the day 200, 300, who knows, 500, maybe more, uh, because the need is there for the local church. Every local church needs to train leaders. Mm-hmm. But so many of them are so busy with the other demands of local ministry that to do it adequately with some sort of systematic approach to the Scripture is a big burden for them to carry. Well, we come alongside and partner with that need, deliver online the academic piece while they're getting the benefit of those students serving. 
But it's not just serving. They're also being trained. So we're seeing leaders emerge. And almost every time that I'm in a church, it happened this last weekend, uh, almost every time I'm in a local church, somebody will come up to me. And sometimes it's the most unexpected person. It's like, wow, I mean, maybe an elderly person or or a very young person to come up to me. Hey, I'm a first year student or I'm a this last weekend. Somebody said I'm a third semester, second year student, you know, and excited about finishing. And and uh, I'm out a lot in a lot of different churches. And it's gotten to where almost every church has those kinds of people. Here's the cool thing that I even take a step beyond that. Now, when I'm in most of those churches, those people are leaders. <laughs> mm-hmm. Sometimes they're an associate pastor or a youth pastor or even a pastor that will come up to me and say, hey, five years ago, I, I became a DLI alum. I went through the program. I'm a graduate, you know, and now they're leading churches. They're 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 uh, in almost every leadership capacity in the local church. And so it's really a beautiful thing to watch. And I strongly encourage uh, pastors and leaders that are listening, if you have not taken the time to consider a developmental program in your church, utilizing powered by DLI that will help you train leaders, and you could be missing an incredible opportunity to, to advance your leadership training in your church in a, in a low cost, low impact in terms of, of work and effort on your side. We'll do most of the work you put them to work. We'll do the academic work, and together we'll grow great leaders for Christ. Well, I can tell you, as a, a local pastor with uh, an, a congregation that I work with each week um, and throughout the week, obviously, is that there is no downside to having people within your church studying Scripture and studying what it means to serve with all their heart and become servant leaders. Um, I can personally attest that those people are some of the best leaders that we have um, right here at Christ Church Rest, and I'm so grateful that they've been in DLI and have graduated and, and then are continuing to study. It's an amazing thing. You know, it is pretty cool. And and most of the Destiny staff are DLI alum. I mean, so literally, the DLI students who have, some of them who have come through and graduated, are helping to lead this organization, you know. And I know you're a DLI alum, you know. And so there you are as a campus pastor at, at Christ Church and an intricate part of what we do with Destiny. And so, you know, that's the cool thing. From a founder's perspective, <laughs> if I could be a daddy for a minute, from a founder's perspective, I can't tell you the joy it brings to see a program and a system that's been implemented produce such great fruit for the kingdom. And even in those legacy sense about looking into the future of destiny, I know it's in such good hands because it's going to be in the hands of people who aren't just, you know, come lately type folks. In other words, they for years have been in the trenches and destiny is in their blood. And so destiny is in good shape. It's going to be a vibrant, effective network and training ministry for generations to come. Because not only are we training people, we're utilizing the people that are trained to help to lead the organization. Amen. Amen. Praise God for that. Um, well, Dr. Restfield, as we, as we end this podcast today, I'd love for you to pray not just over the year 2023, but uh, over our destiny family, be, be that father to us and, and uh, pray over us uh, as we end the podcast today, please, sir. My pleasure. Father, we come before you today with humble hearts, knowing that every good and perfect thing that you've brought in our life comes from you, comes from the father of lights. Lord, in, in that gift, we see your light. 
And Lord, I just pray right now over every listener. Lord, some are on podcast and maybe running or walking or some maybe driving in their car or or just sitting at home listening to this podcast in an office. But God, wherever they are, I pray right now that you would go to where they are and let them feel your spirit and presence. Let them feel the anointing of your your powerful Holy Spirit as they approach this new year. God, I'm praying for opportunities and open doors. I'm praying for provision and unstoppable favor. I'm asking you, Lord, that you will equip your people with your presence. And Lord, according to your word, that you've promised an abundance for every good work. I'm praying for breakthroughs in churches. I'm praying for financial breakthroughs for churches that have struggled financially coming out of COVID and with the inflationary impact. God, I'm praying for incredible favor on their finances. I pray, God, that you will open the windows of heaven over them, their families, their churches. I ask, Lord, that everything they touch would be blessed of God. Your word declares in the Old Testament, Lord, that we would, your people, your covenant people, people called by your name would be blessed in the city and in the country, in their rising up and in their lying down, that they would be blessed even when they made biscuits, Lord. The word said that because their hands are in the bowl, the biscuits will produce more more biscuits, God. So we're praying for that kind of favor in 2023. I pray for healing for everyone who's sick and struggling with any kind of infirmity. I pray for health and wholeness and strength. I pray for clarity of focus, witty inventions and creative ideas, God. I pray, Lord, that you will show them the way they should walk this year. Lead them with your eyes as the word of God declares that you will guide us with your eyes. Let our vision be your vision, Lord. Let, 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 uh, let your heart be our heart, God. Let, let us see through your eyes the task before us, Lord. And we know that if we look through your eyes to see it, we'll never be afraid of it. We'll never be intimidated by it, but we'll know, God, that you have everything we need to be what you've called us to be and to do what you called us to do. Lord, I pray for DLI students. Lord, I pray for alumni, God. I pray for every credentialed minister of destiny, Lord, every licensed and ordained leader, God, every pastor, Lord, and their families, husbands and wives, wives and husbands, God, who are leading. Lord, we leave no one out today in this prayer of blessing. And God, we thank you that 2023 is going to be a catalytic year. Lord, you're going to strengthen relationships within our family. Lord, you're going to give us generous hearts, God. You're going to show us how we can give. And as we give generously, Lord, either be to destiny or to our local church or to to other needs that we're presented with. Lord, if we assume your heart of generosity, we know what's going to happen. You're going to open the windows of heaven and pour out blessings that we cannot contain. So, Lord, we pray that you will not only make us fruitful, but make us generous and multiply us in the process for your glory and your purpose. Thank you for Amos and his family, Lord, and thank you for this podcast ministry. We pray, Lord, that you'll bless everyone that's listened, and let this year be a year we'll never forget. In Jesus' great name, amen. Amen.